Welcome to the third episode of Business with a Twist Podcast. This is Gitya Menachem of JoySwag.com. And today's episode we is called The Business of Websites, where we discuss everything about creating your own website. Choosing your name, your domain, you know, just having a website where you're, whoever wants to find you. It can be just a landing page or a website where you sell stuff. And today we will be discussing how to set this up in a very elementary level for people who've never, ever created their own website. Happy Monday, and we're so happy to be here with you today, especially that this is the first time that we have a new microphone. A beautiful microphone to record our podcast, and it's super exciting because we're on the way to being a real podcast and professional. Menachem, what do you say about, what would you say to somebody who would like to choose a name for their website? They're opening a business and they just want to be able to tell people, visit my website. So... It just got a lot easier, but it got a lot trickier. So it used to be everyone knows .com. .com was like the you know domain, but those are harder and harder to come by. Most of them are either taken or people just suck them up as they become available. Um, the .com part is called a top-level domain. And a couple of years ago, they just released a bunch of new ones, like hundreds of them. You have you, if you're opening a store today, you can get dot store. Oh, wow. If you're based in New York City, you can get dot NYC. You can get I mean, there's hundreds, hundreds of uh, you know of top level domains today, hundreds. So you have you have a lot more to choose from. Um, so it really depends on what you want to do. Uh, you'll you'll see if you'll find that a lot of tech companies go with dot IO. IO is a is a, a programming term. Um, if you want to get creative, like, uh, for example, Zapit. Let's say you have your company called Zapit. So that IT is Italy. And so y- you, you'd look for an, an Italian registrar to register your domain. And okay. by registering your domain, it should be pointed out that it's not yours. You're leasing it. You don't own the domain. You're not, you don't actually own it. Uh, the internet belongs to the go- the government. <laughs> they run it. They own it, and you just you're paying your you're paying a fee every year to rent it. So let me ask you, Menachem, if I would like to open a website, I would like to. St- um, I have a business. I'm starting to. I'm going to incorporate it, get my taxes and everything. I'm up to creating a website, and I specifically want a .dot com. Can I still get a .dot com website today? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you have a few options. Uh, one, the first option is to see if it's available. It, if by some luck, no one owns it at the moment, then you can buy it. You can get it for a nominal fee of about ten dollars a year. That's what they run for. Um, you can also check to see if it's expiring. Someone owns it and it's about to expire. Possibly the person won't renew it. Might forget about it or just decide to offload, you know, offload it. The other option is that there are secondary markets where people who own it 
will accept an offer for it. Um, there, this that will cost you a lot more than ten dollars a year. You'll pay an upfront fee. To, you're basically buying it from someone else, someone who bought it as a business. Okay, so how it's some? Um, okay, I'm opening. Somebody's opening, uh, starting a website. They choose a name. So please explain to us how to go about choosing a name. What names would you say are ideal? Um, for what reason? Whether it's a catchy name, one-word name, two-word name, three-word name. And also when you say see if it's available, just for our listeners, to, if, um, this podcast is for real beginners, for somebody to understand what does it mean see if it's available? Where do they go to see that? So give us like one or two websites where we can go, how we check it. And actually, you could walk me through it while you're saying it. So you could actually tell the person, like, first, how do they pick a name? And once they pick a name, how do they search to see if it's available? And if they would like to buy it, how do they buy it? So one, one of the, the, the oldest uh, domain registrars, registrars is GoDaddy. They're, they've been around for many years, at least in internet terms. They've been around for a long, long time. Um, but they're just one of several. So you have GoDaddy. Uh, you have another big one. It's called Namecheap. Namecheap.com. And you know that this is what they do when you come on their homepage. And front and center is uh, a search box to see if your domain is available. Google will do it for you. Amazon will do it for you. Uh, many services today, like Shopify, if you want to open up a Shopify store, you can buy your domain straight on Shopify. Um but regardless of where you buy it from, where you, you if it's Namecheap, GoDaddy, Google, you can have your website hosted anywhere, really. Uh, there's something called a name server. As long as you point that. So, for example, if you bought your site on GoDaddy and you want to open up a Shopify store, you will tell GoDaddy, point this domain to Shopify. Okay, so... Step number one, how should somebody go about choosing a name? Well, the first thing is to make sure it's actually available. Um, and there's plenty, plenty of names. Uh, what kind of names are ideal? So ideally, uh, the best ones are two letters, three letters. Those are nearly impossible two to find. Websites? Two letters, yeah. Those are nearly impossible. They exist. They, they exist, or maybe they're up for sale. Um, use real, like actual real words. Uh, instead of um, misspelled words, re actual real, it'll be easier for your buyer, for your, your user to find you that way. What about, um, what's more ideal, one word website? No, what, one word is, is gold, two words is probably silver, three words, the more words, is, you know, the more words, the, it's, it's you, you have to, it's, it's more letters or words for your customer to type in. So you want to keep it as short as possible, of course, the bigger the URL, and URL is a uniform resource link. It's like the right. the, the bigger it is, the easier it is to find. Uh, the and smaller, the smaller is the harder it is to get. The smaller and smaller, and if it's oh. real words, you mean it's harder to find. Okay, so right now, um, you're on namecheap.com. Yeah. All right, so open up your browser and go to namecheap.com. N-A-M-E-C-H-E-A-P. And now let's do a search. Suppose I, oh, I'm starting, I'm a real estate broker. I'm, I want to open my own website. Uh, what will I want to call it? One name, two name? Let's say my name is Mark. 
Marx Marx Realty. Let's try that. M A R K S R E A L T Y. Let's see. Marks Realty. Wow, that's taking long. <laughs> Marks Realty is available to buy if you if you do the search with us for two thousand dollars a year. No, one, uh, one. Oh, a one-time payment. So that means somebody owns this already. Okay, so technically, if you want to pay ten dollars a year for your website, it's in MarksRealty.com. It's not available. So then they could do a play on words. Um, no, let's say they don't want to do that biz that art. So let's say Realty by Mark. Let's try that. Realty by Mark. Let's see about that. Oh, but that's three words. That's a problem. Oh, Realty by Mark is available for $8.88 a year. And if you decide that's what you want, you would just add it to your card, you pay for it, and you check out. Could we just try an easier name with two letters, like Mark uh, Realty? Um, what if you really want it to be two words and you want .com? Then you could stop playing around with it and make it work, right? So there are other tools online that you could reference, and there are actually other things that you should consider as well. Um, one of the tools I use is uh, a service called Lean Domain Search. So it's L-E-A-N, uh, Domain Search. So let's say you were looking for something with Realty. You put that in, and it'll show you a lot of do available domains that has the word real the word Realty. So my Mark Realty, Mark Realty, these are generally for the most part. Wow, this is available. This is amazing. I mean, this is actually something I did not know. That's how we found Joyswag. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so this website is called. Could you repeat that for us? Lean Domain Search. L e a n d o m a i n Search. S e a r c h. You put in your keywords. And they bring up different domains. Like, for example, we put in Mark Realty. Um, so they give you different domains with that name that could be available. My Mark Realty, Mark Realty Web, Mark Realty Design. Anything with two words? Mark Realty Inc. Mark Realty Inc. That's really cool. So could you actually check this on Namecheap, Mark Realty Inc.? It's best if you have a website with one name, one word. Let's see if Mark Realty Inc. We went back to Namecheap.com. And yeah, Mark Realty Inc. is available for $8.88. Menachem, that's an amazing tip. I actually never knew that. I didn't even know that that's how we got our website, Joyswag. That's how involved I am in our business. Um, that's pretty amazing. I'm pretty amazed. So the, the other thing to consider is that today your web presence extends beyond your website. Um, you, you probably will want to have a social media presence. And so there's another website to consider, uh, namechecker.com. So checker name, C-H, 
A C K R, and you put let's say you put Mark uh, Realty Inc. And it'll go through all of the dot com, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, Slack, Twitter, all the major platforms, and I'll tell you what is or is not available. So in addition to your name, you can go down and see you know if you want to grab all of them up for all the major platforms. Wow, that is unbelievable. Okay, now go to Name Checker. How do you spell that? Name C. N A M E C H E C K E R or C K R? C K R. Namechecker.com. You put in the name that you're choosing and it goes through all social media platforms. There's a lot of them. 50 of them? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Oh, God. I thought I was advanced. We have Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, but. I guess we're still not up there because there's so many more. Um, a lot. Probably a hundred of them. And it tells you if that's available over social media. That means you could choose a name um, and decide what your name is, a catchy name, and then check if the web, if the name is available, if there's a website name available, and then you can check if it's available on social media and you can use your website either in, in the beginning you can just use your website as like a business card. You just say, hey, go to my website. And um, the person comes and it's just a landing page. You could have your name, address, phone number, what have you. Uh, have people a nice photo. You know, make it look attractive and exciting and get people excited. And anything, if it's just a landing page, and it's just a business card, you can have people... Um, Anything you want, you can put out there, really. Links to your social media, uh, the best phone number to call you, your email address. Or you can actually, I guess in a later episode, we'll, we'll discuss how you can actually have an interactive website and make it into, you know, either selling tangible stuff or services or whatever. What have you, a blogging. Um, anything else you want to tell? I want to keep this podcast short. Um, anything else you want to tell them about choosing a name, buying a domain, and stuff like that? So, depending on what you're using it for, when you actually buy it, there's a couple of settings you want to consider. Um, if privacy, privacy means that if you don't set it to private, then it's actually public records. You can go online and see, the world will know that you registered your domain. Uh, Namecheap, for example, has a, it's default, it'll put private for you by default unless you opt out of it. Most people... Oh, you meant... Um, does that mean that if I go to search who owns this Joy Swag, if I choose to remain anonymous, there's a way for nobody to know that I own it? Yeah. So that's good to know. No, many people specifically want exposure and many people specifically don't want exposure. So that's a great tidbit of information to know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, some registrars will charge you for that. Some will give it to you for free. Um... If it's something that you plan on using for a while, make sure to uh, set the auto renew, or just buy it for a couple of years up front. I think you can the most you could buy it for ten years up front. You could buy it for one year, two years, five, up to ten years. And definitely um, make sure to renew it. And woman, well, what if 
three years in, could you renew it for another 10 years? Sure. No, meaning could you renew it before the 10 years are up just to make sure that you have it yet? Yeah. Because there are many stories of people that actually lost their website by forgetting to renew it and somebody else swoops in and buys it. So you just be careful with that. And yeah, I just wanted to stay casual this time, give them a little bit of information. Today, uh, Monday, May 24th, is actually, did I say this yet? The birthday of Mark Ballas. That's why we're playing his music. Mark Ballas is an American dancer, choreographer, singer, songwriter, musician, and actor. He was on Dancing with the Stars. So we always like to bring business with a twist, meaning not just like the boring nuts and bolts of like setting up your website and um, creating your LLC and all this boring stuff and everyone's going to be like falling asleep. So we try um, to bring in something like a little twist, a little tidbit of information, something exciting, get people talking. Anyway, so happy birthday, Mark Ballas. He is 34 years old today and... That's why we're playing his music. Hope you like it. We'll post all the links in the podcast so that you, if you want to go to any of these websites and enjoy his music. Good call. 